listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. Lots to do inside this edition of the show. We've got Jets, we've got Giants, we've got baseball as well. Let's go to work on ESPN New York Tonight. Looking forward to talking to you at 1-800-919-3776. Yeah, that's the number to join our Monday conversation here on 98.7 ESPN along with Giselle and Joel. We're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN. We'll also keep you up to date on what's going on in the Monday night football matchup, which, uh, you know, Kansas City's been just playing around with the Baltimore Ravens. It is amazing. When you look at two high-powered offenses like you have here with Kansas City and Baltimore to have this game so one-sided, it's a little surprising to see that Kansas City with a 27-10 lead over the Baltimore Ravens. But enough about good teams. Let's talk about the local football teams as we go to work here on ESPN New York tonight. Yesterday was as bad a football day that I have witnessed in my years covering sports here in New York. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. It it started with the Giants, whom when I last spoke to you guys, I expected them to really at least be in a game. Okay, I expected them to be competitive because that's what we've seen from this Giants team in the first two games. They didn't win. They had turnovers. They had some bad plays. But they were in the game. It's something you could build on. And when you talk to former Giant players, as I have, when you speak to analysts, they said the one thing that you could see was there was a difference. Once again, this is going into yesterday. There was a difference in how this team played. There was a difference in how they had, they seemed to be better coached than they were previously. Okay. That's what, that's what most folks said to me. Even the former giant players said, you know what? I, I, I like what I see from Joe judge. Do I have some concerns about this defense? Yes, of course. We knew the secondary was going to have some issues trying to get a pass rush was going to be a problem. Did we know about Daniel Jones? Look, we were hoping that Daniel Jones would find a way to cut down on the turnovers. And that would be, The one thing that's holding him back, because when you look at him and you see how he performs and you like his completion percentage, you like that he makes the throws, he can move the ball with his legs. He is a very good quarterback in training. He could be really good. But the thing that's holding him back are turnovers. Well, they face the San Francisco 49er team and everybody's got injuries. And we talk about injuries and we talk about the National Football League. And when Rex Ryan was coaching was coaching this team, the Jets, he said all the time, football is a 100% injury sport. Somebody's going to be injured every game you play. On every play, there is a possibility that someone's going to be injured. Whether it's it's not a serious injury, it could be a serious injury, it could be a nagging injury, it could be something. And that's what the NFL is. And of course, and whether it's, no preseason, whether it's shortened training camps, whatever it was, whatever it was where you didn't face 
other team so you didn't beat up on each other the way you normally would have. Whatever the reason, the injury list in the National Football League is staggering. There's a lot of money sitting on the sidelines in the NFL because of injury. And the 49ers have been hit the worst. So you figure, and especially after I saw the legendary Nick Mullins face the Jets last week, I figured, hey, look, with a week to prepare, the Giants should be able to find some ways to make this guy uncomfortable. And what he did was he dinked and dunked them to death. I mean, just the time of possession was just incredible in the first half. So what did that translate to you, Giant fans and football fans who watched the game for hundreds of years? Your defense was going to get worn out in the second half because they were on the field too much in the first half. And the 49ers have all these moves and shifts and different motions and everything in the backfield. And if you're a defense, you're, you're matching up and you're moving and you're shifting and the, pre, the, the pass rush, this giant defense was worn down. So when they, when they were, it was like, you know, a hot knife through butter in the second half, you knew that in the first half because of the way that the Giants defense had been on the field for so long. And then... There's the lack of a running game and the lack of, and then the lack of control for Daniel Jones and the turnovers. You've heard it. You've heard the stats. You know about it. I had said at the beginning of this season that I thought Evan Ingram was going to have a breakout year for the Giants. He's not making me look good. Even our Jordan Renan tweeted earlier that it is a surprise to see how he how inconsistent he has been during the first three games of this season. And without Sterling Shepard, who's hurt again, he is your big play guy. Obviously, Darius Slayton has done well, but Evan Ingram is the guy, the matchup guy. And the Giants just were worn out by the Niners yesterday. Very bad performance by them. I'm sure Joe Judge... <laughs> read them the riot act post game considering he didn't meet the media until 45 minutes after the game was over. I'm sure he let them have it and rightfully so. And so now we'll see how they respond from it as they go across the country and face a very angry Rams team who is not going to be happy after their loss yesterday. That was the first part of our Sunday doubleheader. What can you say about the Jets that hasn't already been said? What can you say? This is as bad of a football team performance as I've seen. And listen, I don't know whether it's coaching. I don't know whether it's bad execution. I don't know whether they're, the practices are bad. I don't know what the heck is going on. But something needs to change over there. And hopefully they can find a way against a Denver Broncos team that is struggling even worse than they are with a backup quarterback that hopefully they can find a way to at least get a win. Right now you, and it's the Denver Broncos, right? Who, who's just awful right now. But still, if you're a Jet fan, you would settle for a competitive game. You would settle for that. That would be a win for you right now. Would be a competitive 
game because you haven't seen one this season from this team. You haven't. And yesterday, pick six, Sam Darnold, start the game. You're like, oh, come on, Sam, really? Then on the long drive, he comes back and he just, he just, he looks like, where's this guy been for the past year and a half? Moving the ball, extending plays, uh, making defenders miss, short passes, moving the ball, throwing it out of bounds, um, you know, doing those things that you're like, this is what we're talking about. Let's see. And then finding burials where he's moving around and he looks up and there he is. He finds him in the end zone for the touchdown. And you're just like, that's the Sam Donald we knew. That's the Sam Donald we saw in the first year. Under Todd Bowles, of course we know that he can't he can't he can't grow under the defensive head coach. Well, the defensive head coach is not his offensive coordinator. His offensive coordinator is the one that's supposed to help him out. Anyway, that's what he did in his first year. That's what was so intriguing about him that he was able to extend plays. Yeah, he made the rookie mistakes and he threw in the double coverage and he did that stuff. Yeah, he did. Like he did yesterday. But that's what you look for. That's what you saw from him. That gave you the hope that this was the guy, finally, that the Jets had found the guy. That's what you were thinking about. That's what you, that's what you saw. And then the rest of it went down the tubes. And I had this conversation, and I've had this conversation with a number of quarterbacks. And it is their thought process, right? And it's a thin line. And the thin line from them is, I know I can make this play. But what Sam has to understand, and this is where kind of who you have and who you're throwing to is important. There are receivers who you can say, I'm throwing it your way. I trust that you can make a play for me. So I'm throwing it in tight coverage. You got to make a play for me. I'm giving you the opportunity. Those guys aren't on this team. So you can't throw and try to thread the needle because these guys are not going to be able to do that for you because they don't get enough separation. So you can't take that chance. You can't say, I can hold the football a little bit longer. I know I can make that play. You can't do that right now. So Sam, when you play Denver on Thursday night, you're going to have to understand that you can't, you're going to have to control yourself. You need to be more of the guy that was on that scoring drive than the guy who turned the football over for a pair of pick sixes because you're trying, you're, you're, you've got confidence that your receivers can make a play for you. If indeed they're running the right routes, which I have no idea because, I mean, how much practice has he had with these guys? If there's double coverage, Sam, you can't throw it. You got to throw it away. You just have to. That's the way it is. That's, you cannot, your, your team doesn't have enough offense that you can risk a turnover and the defense is not playing lights out that they can absolve it. That's where we are for football reason. Thankfully, the Yankees play tomorrow. <laughs> a team that's winning, a team that's going to the postseason. Well, they didn't exactly ride a comet into the postseason, did they? How concerned are you with the Yankees in a three-game series with Cleveland who pitches very well? 
This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got the roll of dice, that's why. It's ESPN New York Tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. 1-800-919-3776. Also on Twitter, at Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Talking Jets, talking Giants, talking Yankees. This is going to be interesting. I'll get to the calls in a minute. This is going to be a very interesting series with Cleveland. And for me, it's like going back to five, six, seven, eight years ago, right? It's always Yankees-Cleveland, Yankees-Cleveland, Yankees-Cleveland. It's Yankees-Cleveland or Yankees-Minnesota, right? Yankee fans, that's what it's always been, always seems to be. But because of this unusual season, this is a Cleveland team that you've not seen this season. So there's a little mystery to them. Very disappointed in how the Yankees finished. This was as much of a roller coaster season as I can remember this team having. Speaking of injuries. But just the way they finished the season was, you know, a couple of wins and these games could be a Yankee stadium as opposed to traveling to Cleveland. So, you know, and then, of course, it'll be bubble time and everybody will be on the neutral site. But still, um, I'm very curious to see how this this team responds. And game one that you can hear right here on 98.7 ESPN tomorrow night following the Michael K Show. This is what it's all about for Garrett Cole, right, Yankee fans? This is why you brought him in. This is why he gets paid the big bucks. And even though he wasn't tremendous in the regular season, he was really, really good. Seven and three is not bad. Might be a little concerned with the amount of home runs, but this is what you brought him in for, the postseason. This is your ace. And... Game one is so important. It is so important. Because if you your ace beats their ace, that sends a message. It does. It really does. So I'm looking forward to watching postseason baseball with the Yankees, see how they do. Wednesday's good. Wednesday, like 105 games on Wednesday? <laughs> is everybody playing Wednesday? It, it's all day baseball on Wednesday? We have the postseason between us and our sister station, 1050. You can find all the postseason games right here on ESPN. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Spikes in Jersey. Hey, Spikes, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Oh, it's good to hear your voice, my friend. It's really good that the, the regular crew can listen to those dulcet tones and share experiences. You must have really missed it. I did, Spike. I really did. I was talking oh, I to know my, you. Jeanette's ready to put me out of the house because I've been talking sports with her for a couple of days. Well, <laughs> well she's got to give you a couple of honeydew things to do. Well, I'm glad she's well and happy and everything. And uh, when my nephew calls later, you, he'll fill you in on this afternoon's call, call the K show. And we yeah. had a lot of a lot of fun, a lot of Good. fun. Uh, Good. Well, my point was I wanted to listen to the local broadcasters, and it's just a shame Michael's not yeah. getting one game to do. It really is. But anyway, I heard, and, and I hope Chris from Manhattan's listening, because I heard him, felt for him this morning, such a diehard Jet fan. Him and I are one, too. Yeah. And Chris Chris was, uh, he's on with Gordon, mm-hmm. and you know how softly spoken he is? And, yes. um 
man, I felt for him. Uh, the Jets are really the only thing I could call it is hot garbage. It's it's a Sam has regressed except for one drive, uh, and he's throwing into double and triple coverage as you alluded to. When the broadcasters are saying he's got single coverage, he's not seeing the field properly. He he has regressed. Uh, the Giant quarterback has regressed. And and there's going to be very little football to watch, and I hope the Yankees last a long time. Oh, because, really? Because our number one sport, we're not playing hoops till January here. Nope. What'd you think of Doc getting the can, huh? You know, can I be honest with you? I'm not surprised. Me either. Because it's not only that he lost three one, but it's how they lost the seventh game spike. They weren't even in it. Me too. They didn't show up. They I, weren't I, even I in that. it. That that's a tough. Yeah. That that's tough. That's tough, I, especially for I, the money you paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he is the richest owner in the sports. That's yep. the Microsoft guy, right? And yep. and he gave him everything. And, and to say he gets into the games is, is an exaggeration. He's a great fan. He's he's really into it. That's wonderful to see. It really is. Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely. But 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 uh, I was disappointed in Kawhi. I was really disappointed, mm-hmm. but. I'm really, really disappointed in guys like Lou Williams who left the bubble for to get his wings or whatever it was. Dot mm. dot dot. And yeah. Paul George, I feel for his, his his personal issues. That's a difficult problem in America. By the yeah, way, I know you give me a lot of time. I appreciate. It. I'll get off in a second. I listened to the Sunday morning, mm-hmm. uh, your New York Sports and Beyond, and you yes. had a lady a lady on talking mm-hmm. about such issues. It's, it's, whoever's listening, you should listen. It's a very off the sports, uh, mostly off sports topics, but a very interesting guest. And, uh, and Mr. Sinclair was on. I always hear him. He, he's been on a long time. But I'll yeah. leave you with this. Listen, mm-hmm. it's good to hear you. Now, let me get this straight, because I've been using all my sources here. You're <laughs> back on Sunday. Yes. Okay. After which game? The Jets? No, Jets are playing Thursday night. Oh, just a Thursday. That's why you're on. Okay. Okay. And Colin's going to be doing a, a post game. Yes, he is uh, tomorrow to, night and Wednesday. How are you going to set this up? How many games are you just going to jump around, huh? Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, me too. Me too. What's your prediction? I'll let you go. On Yankees? Yes. Uh, Yankees in three. Whoa. Nice. Yankees in three. So, Yankees so in you're three. like I am with you, you. You trust Tanaka. Yeah. Well, I'm, okay. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hoping three. I'm, I'm saying three, because I'm. Here's my concern: the Yank. And thanks for the phone call, Spike. We'll talk sure. again. The, the, the bullpen has not been as solid as I would like. Yankee bullpen has not been solid. I, I'm concerned. Adovino has not pitched well. Chad Green's been in, inconsistent. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable with one of those games. I think one of those games could be. Now, I'm hoping for two and they're done. That's what I'm hoping for. But but I'm thinking three. I just have that feeling. I, I, I'm thinking three. And like I said, it's because, A, because of the bullpen. And listen, going into this game, going into this series, other than DJ and Voight, do you really have, and maybe Ursella, maybe Ursella because of the way he's hit, you got a lot of confidence in anybody else right now? That you know, the guarantee that th- these guys are going to guarantee they're going to just play. And I'm not necessarily talking home runs. I'm talking they're going to get key hits in, in key situations. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just not sure.
I have my doubts about this Yankee offense right now. I really do. Believe me, I've seen the I've seen the home run or bust offense in the postseason, and I've seen them blow time after time key situations where they should have been able to get runs in and haven't been able to because the pitching level elevates. It is the postseason, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, it is. And like I said, this Yankee bullpen's been eh, very inconsistent. Not what they expected. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Everybody get your This is ESPN New York Tonight. Hour number two, Monday night edition of the show. We thank you for stopping by at 1-800-919-3776. Also on Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. We've been talking about the Yankees as they prepare for game one against the Cleveland baseball team tomorrow night. Also, we've been talking about the Jets and Giants. And we'll talk about that in top stories in a couple of minutes. Let me just talk about this Kansas City-Baltimore game. And it's so funny. Lamar Jackson, the the Kansas City defense has done a nice job with him. Yeah, he's got eight carries for 84 yards. That's going to happen. But 15 of 28 for 97 yards and the touchdown. And as you heard in the sports center, Patrick Mahomes has got four touchdowns, 30 for 40, 380 yards. He is just, man, (laughs) he's really good. He is really, really good. And what what you really respect about him is he has such control of this offense with Andy Reid. He has such control of it. He's very comfortable. He knows he he's able to just, I mean, he's thrown a, a shovel pass to a fullback. He just had a pass to a lineman for a touchdown. I mean, he, these are the wrinkles. Okay. That you would like to see other teams, make right other local football teams you'd like to see the Jets and Giants do something like that you'd like to see some creativity some something imaginable something that you you don't expect something that you really to really help your your quarterback out to really do something offensively to throw the defense off balance and, you know, that would be nice. And you see it. And look, yesterday, there were a number of just really, really entertaining offensive games. Like Buffalo and the Rams. That was an entertaining offensive game. Dallas and Seattle. That was an interesting offensive. Even Carolina and, 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 and the Chargers. A 21 the Chicago and Atlanta. You know, that's the, those are the type of offenses, excitement. Minnesota and Tennessee, these are, the, these are the type of exciting offensive games that you want to see locally, right? And look, I understand that Russell, Russell Wilson is not walking through <laughs> the door at MetLife to play for the Giants and Jets. I get it. I understand that. I do. But still, you mean to tell me that there's nothing we can't get any type of great play, any type of creative, imaginative offense like we saw in Green Bay, New Orleans last night. We can't get that. 
We can't get there with our guys. One who's supposed to be, you know, an offensive genius. And we just can't get it. It's frustrating. Here's one thing I know we can get. Top stories. Let's go. Now here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. So late in the season, Aaron Boone hinted the Garrett Cole personal catcher situation could continue until the postseason. Well, the skipper made it official today. With the role that Garrett and Higgy have been on and knowing that, you know, if we're to go deep in this postseason, we're going to need both of those guys, especially when we get past this and we get into everyday situations. Both guys are, are obviously going to play. And in Gary's case, as I talked to him today, he's got to be ready, you know, early, middle part of this game. There could be a big situation that calls for him. How did Gary take that news? He was fine. You know, he knows to be ready, ready at any point early in the game and knows that if we're going to win a championship, he's going to be a big part of it. Remember, Cole had a one ERA in four starts this season with Higashioka behind the plate, but posted a 3.91 ERA in eight starts with Sanchez. And this Yankee team is not really playing Chris baseball. As I mentioned, they lost six of eight regular season games, including series losses to the Blue Jays and Marlins. So what does Boone expect from his club in the 2020 playoffs? We're in control of, of our destiny. Everyone starts even right now. We've been through a lot. Everyone's been through a lot to get to this point. And we have an amazing opportunity to go compete for a championship. And, you know, looking around the room, we have all the equipment necessary to go realize that goal if we play well. That's an awesome opportunity that sits in front of us. And, and uh, I know our guys will relish that. And, you know, we get, to, we get to start with a great opponent. Game one tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. You can see it on ESPN TV, also here right here on 98.7 ESPN, following the Michael K. Show. Let's go Giants football. According to our Jordan Renan, the original belief was that Giants safety Jabril Peppers had a low ankle sprain, not as severe as the high ankle variety. He underwent more tests today. Joe Judge said his status could go either way. You remember Peppers left Sunday's loss in the first half, tried jogging on the sidelines before trainers brought him into the locker room. We'll have more on that. That could be one of the stories you're watching with the Giants tomorrow. Another disappointment? Daniel Jones, get this, they're now 0-3 in Judge's first season as coach. And now he was charged with a fumble on a poor pitch and to Evan Ingram in the second quarter and through a costly interception late in the first half. Six turnovers in 12 quarters. So, Coach, how do you correct it? Yeah, we go back to work. You know, I know it's a simple answer, but that's really the solution. You know, we go to work, we work on the fundamentals, we improve what we do situationally, we keep grinding on a daily basis, and we work to see the results. That's where we go. We go back to work. Six turnovers in 12 quarters, which means he's on pace for 32 turnovers this season. Jones on his TOs. You know, you look at each, each one of those individually and, and try to understand, uh, you know, what happened and, and what the mistake was and, and move on from it. So, um, you know, I, I need to do a better job, and that's something I'm, I'm focused on. So, um, you know, I think those are costly mistakes and, and um, you know, certainly – uh, need to correct. As I mentioned, Giants and Rams on Sunday. Our Ritzamini tweeted that rumors are flying that Adam Gase will be a gone if the Jets lose on Thursday night. Rex Ryan joined Bart and Hahn and weighed in. Could Gase be fired this week, Coach? The only thing is, who the hell are you going to replace him with? Because nobody on that staff's done a great job. So I don't know who you're going to replace the guy with. At the same time, it's never been in the uh, the Johnson's MO. They let you, they let that coach play out the string. 
and and then they'll make a decision after the season. That's the way it's always played out. But these circumstances are a little different in the fact that I think the expectations were a little higher for this football team. And, and then it's just what you see. Are they passing the eyeball test? You better show your fight this week or their heads are going to roll. No question about that. Sam Darnold appeared in his weekly segment on the Michael K show and said, the losses, not on Gase. No, I think I think first and foremost, Coach Gase, Greg, and you know Brent Boyer, the special teams coach, they put together plans every single week, and they put us in the best position to win every Sunday. And I can you know stand by that any day of the week. And so for us and for myself, it's about going out there and executing the plan. If we go out there and execute the plan, it's on the tape. If we do what we're supposed to do, we go out there, we execute, we win ball games. So I put that pressure on, you know, the players, you know, offensively, defensively, and on special teams. You know, we just got to do a better job of executing. If we do that, we'll win games. So Adam Gase says struggling QB Sam Darnold won't be benched. Quoting Gase, he needs to keep playing. He needs to keep playing and keep fixing the mistakes that are made and really emphasize the things he's doing well and just keep building on those things. Sam Darnold weighed in on his mistakes. For the most part, when, you know, you got to take every mistake and, and put it into context, I think for me, I just, I got to be sure of making sure that, you know, if the play is not there, just check it down, you know, get the yards that we can. If, if the check now is not there, make sure I, you know, if there's room to scramble, Make sure that I scramble and, and make you know smart decisions with the ball in space. You know that's what playing the quarterback position is about. It's about moving the ball up and down the field, taking care of the ball, and, and putting the ball in the end zone. Felt like I didn't do a good enough job of that on uh, Sunday. No, you didn't. But hopefully you'll improve because really, who who's going to play? Joe Flacco underwent April neck surgery, inactive for the first three games, didn't start practicing until last week. Will probably be inactive Thursday night against the Broncos, who, by the way, is his previous team. Mike White has no regular season experience. He's number two until Flacco's ready. That could be week five. So, Sam Donald, are you concerned that you're not developing as quickly as the other quarterbacks in your draft class? No, I mean, I've expected to, you know, I expect great things out of myself and this team. I really do believe that. You know, we have the players on this team to be able to, you know, win games. It's just about, you know, whatever plays called, both offensively, defensively, on special teams, like it's up to the players to go out there and execute. And that's it. You know, it's up to me to, you know, throw the ball in the right places, um, move the ball up and down the field and, and score touchdowns. That's my job. And obviously, you know, there's 11 guys on the field and we all got to be on the same page at all times. And I feel like there's, you know, in these last three games, I feel like there's just been four or five plays every game that you can really point out and say those if we clean up those plays the game feels a lot different and we put ourselves in a position to win but we can't make those mistakes you know we can't have those we got to execute at all times it would be nice on both sides of the ball that's top stories thank you Giselle thank you Joel you're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN It's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. Start your Tuesday with Gordon Damer at 5 a.m. It's got a Twitter poll of the day for you. Then check out our new morning show, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin from 6 to 9. 6.40 tomorrow, Buster only. We'll start off the postseason in baseball. Jeff Saturday will analyze tonight's Monday Night Football game that Kansas City just ran rather easily. Paul Feinbaum will tell you about what's going on in college sports. And, of course, Mark Teixeira will also weigh in on Major League Baseball as well. 
That's Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. You'll find them after the Gordon Damon Show and right before DPHO Canty and Rothenberg, who've got Mike Tannenbaum on tomorrow here on 98.7 ESPN. Off to the phones we go. Danny's in Yonkers. Hey, Danny, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Larry. I just want to say, I mean, I've been calling up like once a week to say how bad Sam Darnold is. And I think that a lot of the reason that makes me so mad about it is because I'm watching a quarterback in our division that we didn't draft just absolutely light it up every week. And it makes me like, so Josh Allen is not a jet and that Sam Darnold is. Well, but see, here's the thing, Danny, and I understand what you're saying. And listen, Josh Allen has performed very well. Uh, he needs to take that next step. He game, turned the ball over yesterday, almost got his team into some trouble. But listen, he was able to get out of it, march his team down the field and get a win. Uh, thanks for the phone call. But the thing that you understand about Josh Allen is he's a little different. He's more, he's a little bigger. He's more of a running guy. He loves to run. Uh, Sam Darnold's not that type of quarterback. They're really two different types of quarterback. But, uh, you know, he's got a better group around him that coaches him. It just does. And their defense is so much better. So they put him in situations. He's... Not to take anything away from him, he's made plays. You can see that he's a very good quarterback, and he has to improve. You get that. But, you know, he's he's turned the football over too, and he's made some some bad plays as well. And right now, to me, I just feel that he's got better coaching around him than what Sam Darnold does. I think Sam Darnold is a better quarterback than what he has shown. And hopefully we'll get the opportunity to see that he'll be able to do that. He shows you flashes. I agree. But, you know, and the other thing is, I mean, look at who Josh Allen's throwing to. <laughs> he's, he's got, you know, he's got, he's got guys who will get him the 50-50 ball. He's got guys who he's got a rapport with, who can stretch the defense for him. Now, we can go back and we can say, hey, Joe Douglas, you know, you let a wide receiver go that we had here in Carolina that Sam had a really good rapport with, and it wasn't really that much difference in salary than what you want to give him than what he's making in Carolina that would have made it okay. At least he would have been a guy that, you know, would have been a confidence guy who can take the top off a of defense, who is a guy who showed that he, you know, could make some plays in the National Football League. And unfortunately, you have yet to replace him. Yet to replace him. Trey's in Brooklyn, Texas. Join us next on 98.7. Hey, Trey. What's up, Larry? How you doing, my friend? Oh, that's a brutal Sunday, my brother. That's brutal right there. That's, that's brutal. That's how we get. That's how we get down. Here, here's here's what I'm going to say to you. Okay. <laughs> Thank God for the Sunday ticket. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and the Red Zone Channel. Yes. And the Red Zone Channel. Yes. You know, messing with these two teams, Larry. It is. Definitely making me a fan of watching other football players and watching them do their mm -hmm. thing and watching them do it how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. Uh, it's sad that we are here on ESPN New York, right? And we, and I'll, I want to talk about Seattle 
and I want to talk about other teams. I don't even want to talk about the Jets or the Giants. I hear you. Let, let, I hear we need you. to start with, with maybe, maybe we can get some of the guys that call the games in Buffalo, man. Because you know, I mean, they, even though they squandered a, a you know a lead yesterday, they they're three and zero. Yep, they are. And and in, in this league, you get 16, 17 chances a year. Mm-hmm. And they they now have three wins in, in banked in equity. So whatever the rest of their season is, they, they that's on them. Yeah, that's right. They won they they won the games in front of them, and that's mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you want to, you know, yeah, you know what, you know, and I heard Uncle Spike. Shout out to Uncle Spike, man. I heard him earlier, and I heard what he said about Chris on the Gordon Damer show. Mm-hmm. Sunday was the first time, and I don't know about you, Larry, but Sunday was really the first time I was like. Damn, Sam Darnold is not a good quarterback, right? Yep, now. it was bad. He had the you bad. You know what day. I'm saying? He was like, awful. You, he was awful. Yeah, yeah, man. You knew it from the outset, man. That first, that first pick six. Mm-hmm. You know, like I always tell you, Larry. You know when, you know when you got that dude at the park that can't shoot, man. You know, he'd be like, "Yo, don't worry about it. He's with us." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Darnold was with them yesterday. Larry. Yeah. Yeah. And I guarantee you some of the defenders out there are like, no, don't worry about it, man. He's with us. Throw the ball, Sammy. Man. He's with us. You know? And um, it, it, it's just sad to watch. It really is, man. I feel bad for New York, man, because like I said, I've been saying this for like the last four, three, four years on these airwaves, Larry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a damn shame that New York City football is done three weeks before Halloween every year, man. That's And, and you, know what, you know what's crazy? is you'd love to be able to look at the coach's film. And just for folks who go, you, they, they have a film that sits behind the line of scrimmage. So they right. they get the video, for people who just listen and may not know, they get the video of the quarterback's eyes. So the, you see what the quarterback is looking at. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the video, the camera's right behind him. And it's like, even with Daniel Jones too, it's like, okay, what do you see? Because there's, there's, when you see the ball, by the time the ball is in the air and the and the camera catches to the receiver, there's three guys there. I'm like, there's no way he's going to make that catch. There's no way. That, that receiver is not that talented to go up and make a play. That's not the guy. Right. <laughs> you don't have that guy and, on this team. And even with as bad as Lamar Jackson played tonight, man, I'll take him over both of them quarterbacks right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, man. Oh, no I, question. I mean, I mean, Daniel Jones is a turnover machine. He is. Period. Point blank. Period. And Sam is. Darnold right behind him. Yeah, and, and, and which is and, bad because he's had another, he's had more experience, so you exactly. expect more from him. And 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 the thing about I think the thing that's probably frustrating for both franchises is the the lack of talent. I mean, yeah. damn! I know we have people opt out, you know, for coronavirus, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, for their for their own you know coronavirus beliefs and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And injuries, right? But yeah. damn, man, I'm when you're seeing uh, the the third string receivers on other teams making plays, and it's like, where the, where are playmakers, man? On both teams, where are the playmakers, man? Yeah. Drop yeah. balls, missed assignments on tackles, and mm-hmm. it's, it's it's and I'm gonna tell you the bright spot. I said this yesterday. I did a podcast yesterday, Larry, a sports dudes podcast. Oh, so I want to thank them. I want to thank them for uh, having me on. And I said this on their uh, on their uh, show yesterday. James Bradbury is probably the shining light of Dave Gettleman's tenure here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably the only player that he brought up from Carolina that that has any ball skills at all. He yeah. had this, he probably had the game of his life yesterday. Nobody's yeah. talking about it because nope. the Giants overall played so poorly. Yeah. Larry, it's an indictment on the front office up there with the with the Giants, and you know when we keep giving Joe Douglas a pass over there, 
going mm-hmm. apart. You know, oh, you know, this ain't his team, and he didn't do it. All right, bro. You, yeah. you, you about to get on the clock in a minute, homeboy. Yeah. And, well, and he's on the clock with the offensive it. line now. He's on the clock. You know, he, come on, Larry. He did all the moves he made with with, with outside of Beckton and, and God. I hope he gets healthy soon because yeah. that dude is a damn freight train. And and running the ball to the left side. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's it, Stop that's it. it. Hey, you want to talk about predictable, Larry? I would call out the play like Woody Harrelson and them did in the movie Wildcats. I would call it out at the line as we go to the left. That's it. And I dare you to stop it. But he's got to get healthy. So that's a story for another day. Uh, Real quick with the finals, Larry. Yes. Man, this dude is going to his what? How many finals is this? Ten. uh, Tenth overall. And he's gone to ten and nine of of the last ten. He went to nine straight and ten of the last 11. How about that? Nine straight, ten of the last 11. Finals. Larry, you know when you go to Whole Foods, right, and you go into the to the to the drink section. Yeah. And then they have the little packets of sugarless like stuff that you can add to the water, right? Yes. Yeah. You just shake it up with the water. Mm-hmm. That's LeBron in the finals, man. Just <laughs> add him to your team. Yep. Shake it You're up. In the finals. Yep. You'll get to the finals. You'll get to the finals within You're right. eighteen months. You're Larry, right. this dude could take anybody to the finals. Yep. Anybody. That's, that's, it's an insane run that he's been on. Well, not and, anybody. No, not anybody. Larry, Larry, no, Larry he could have took the Knicks to the – yeah, he would have. No, he, he would not be able to. Not this yeah, team. Yeah, he would have. Listen, Larry, listen. Yeah, he would have. Hey, hey, wait a minute, Trey. Good, if, he brought, if he brought Anthony Davis, they could go. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. He ain't coming alone, Larry. Come on, man. That dude travels with the best luck. It's not poor luck. He, he, he travels with the best luck. So if he coming, then you know somebody else coming. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's right. No, we, hey, Larry, it's going to be a good finals, man. I want to see. Uh, but like I said, like we always talk about, Larry, it's not going to be the stars that decide this no, thing. No, 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 no. It's no. going to be Carl Herrera and Otis mm-hmm. Thorpe and Vernon Maxwell yeah. and those. Why you do that? Why you do that? Why you do that? Because that's the hard moment that we think about, Larry. Why you do that? Larry, oh, Larry, the 94 Finals. God, bro. You know, Robert Ory was on that team well, also. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't even Big Shot Bob He wasn't yet. Big Shot Bob yet. No, he wasn't. Oh, man. He didn't have to oh. be. <laughs> he, he sure didn't. Because Sam Cassell had the finals of his life, man. He, he sure did. Oh, Why are we talking about this, Larry? Okay. I don't All know right, how yeah. you brought this up. You usually accuse me of that. Goodbye, Trey. I'm done. I won't talk about that. <laughs> talk to you later. I'll you Sunday, Larry. <laughs> All right. See ya. 1-800-919-3776. This is going to be a good finals, though. I, I really think it is. I really, really am looking forward to it. This is ESPN New York Tonight.